Welcome back to another episode of Inside Inside Sales. Brought to you by our sponsor, Vanilla Song, with your host, Daryl Prale. Join us as we interview industry experts in the dramatically growing field of inside sales and sales development. Tune in as Daryl brings you actionable strategies and tactics that can immediately increase your sales and success. So you ready? Hey, Daryl. How are you doing, folks? It's another week here. It goes by fast, doesn't it? I said that every week. You must be getting tired of me saying that to you nonstop. I do apologize. What are you up to this week? Are you getting crazy busy? Myself, I'm in back-to-back, it seems, nonstop sales kickoff meetings, start of the year, and we've got everybody flowing in from all around the world. We're just getting our numbers ready and our assumptions. And it's interesting, right? Because VanillaSoft is a high-tech SaaS company, not a services company. And that has context because part of the assumptions we make are there's sales assumptions, there's marketing assumptions, and then there's product assumptions, right? And as a sales rep, you get it because you understand that you're going to say, well, I can control sales because that's what I do. You know, I get it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rock star. What I do, that's, that's my thing. I got it. But you know what? I really depend on marketing to generate certain volume of leads for me. Are they got to build our brand up or they got to get us more engaged, have to get us more visible, more aware. So if they don't do that, my job sucks. Or that you're going to say, I need the product team to make sure we've got certain features and functions because I can't compete with my competition because they have those functions and we don't have those functions. And how am I supposed to compete? I'm the, the bomb when it comes to actually selling. But at the end of the day, if they want feature A, B, and C, and I don't have it, I'm dead in the water and you're killing me. A good sales kickoff process has to factor in all those aspects. You as a sales development professional, as an account executive, or any kind of sales role you have, are dependent upon the other people. So that's a big part of what I'm doing, a big part of the world you know we both collectively live in. But the other part, when you're at this time of the year, you actually have a chance to sit back and reflect a little bit. I don't know about you, I, mean, I do. Because when we're having all these conversations, there's a couple ways this can go. One is you're like, yeah, high five. Let's go celebrate. Let's hit the bar, whatever. We're here. And there's a lot of energy in the room. If this was 30 years ago, I'd say there's a lot of testosterone in the room. Uh, but thankfully, things have changed. So there's a lot of hype and energy and adrenaline and away we go. But the thing you can do is you can say, listen, I, I see the assumptions. I see my revised quota and my, comp, my revised comp plan. And I don't have faith. You've made lots of promises to me. I just don't see it happening. And now I'm starting to second guess my career. Is this the career path that I want? I trust myself, but I don't feel like the company's invested in me. I don't feel like my leadership are being fair or reasonable or intuitive to what the market realities are. And, uh, and I'm the one who's having to answer why we didn't hit quotas or we didn't we didn't make sales when i wasn't equipped when when the quotas were over way too tall and so i'm bitter and that starts you to evaluate your career path right is this the job for me and maybe you're all in on your career path or maybe you're early and you're going is this what a normal sales role is like Uh, if this is the case i don't like it it's that time of year it's highs and it's lows it's it's expression and and rah 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 and it's introspection 
I had the same thing myself many years ago when I began my career, which was not at the time in sales. Believe it or not, for those of you who don't know, my true education, my formal education is in computer science. I, my friends, believe it or not, despite my attitude and my spiky hair, I am a computer programmer by trade. If my marketing world collapsed on me today, I could theoretically go back and start coding tomorrow. It's like a trade. I could be a bricklayer, a plumber, electrician. You may leave it, but you can always go back. And I did that for several years. But there came a point in my career, three, four years in, when I started to realize this probably wasn't the role for me long term from a variety of factors. And I had to evaluate, am I in a dead end career? Now you're sitting back at this point in time in you know, 2020 going, oh my gosh, software engineers, they make so much money and they're so on demand. Are you stupid, Prail? Well, different time, different era. And maybe, yes, I was stupid. But we sit back and you go, am I in the right career path? And that's when I say to you, as it relates to sales development roles, the SDR, the one thing I hear fairly consistently is, is the sales development role dead? Is it changing? Is this the right career path for me? I'm an SDR. I want to be an AE, but I'm not sure it's ever going to happen. And I don't feel like I'm encouraged. I don't feel like I'm trained. I don't feel like I'm given opportunity. They promised me stuff. It hasn't happened. I don't know what's going on. I brought it up. Nobody's listening. What are my options? Well, my friend, you are not alone. And it's a legitimate question. So guess what? It's a hairy, dicey, scary question that there is no correct answer, but there are a lot of opinions. So we are going to bring in the one the only Scott Ingram to help us tackle this puppy and kind of educate and form and give you some options for you to consider and evaluate. If you find yourself in this situation, now, if you don't know Scott, he is the founder of sales success media. He is the host of sales success stories and the daily sales tips podcast, all of which you can find at his website, top one Dot FM. So top, T-O-P, the number one dot FM. Now, of course, I'm telling you all this and you're all going, we know who Ingram is. Get on with it, Prail. So let's just do exactly that. Scott, my friend, welcome to the show. Daryl, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm super excited to dig into this conversation. Just dissect it a little bit. It's something that's been bugging me for a while. And I, I love that you provided the venue and the platform for us to hash this out a little bit. Let's get it out there. Let's give it some sunlight. Let's talk about it. Why don't we start with how we found ourselves here? Talk to me a little bit about what you're hearing from SDRs, about the role, about the situation, about why we are even having this conversation. Set the stage. Yeah, I was having a conversation on my Sales Success Stories podcast. I only interview the best performers, right? They have to be individual contributors and either number one or top 1%. And I try and talk with a, a number of SDRs, right? We talk to individuals across a variety of roles, but always try to include SDRs in those conversations. And I was following up with one of those individuals and he said, Scott, I feel stuck. When I came into this organization, they promised me after six months, we'll build a bridge for you and we'll set up a transition plan so that you can move into the AE role that is your goal. And he's been there much longer than six months, has nailed every single month that he's been there. I mean, he's absolutely crushing it. And he says to me, Scott, there's no bridge. It doesn't exist. And at the same time, recruiters call me all the time. As soon as they find out that I don't have closing experience, the conversation's kind of over. And this is a guy who's doing great. So I, I think when you're performing at very high levels, lots of doors open to you. What really worries me is what's happening to the average SDR. We're treating this role 
as a dime a dozen, it's entry level, it's churn and burn. We're not serving the people that are serving us and helping us develop pipeline in our organizations. And I think that's really, really wrong. And we need to take a hard look at what is this really meant to be? And is it temporary? Is it a path? I'm finding in, I'm going to say most here, I'm going to say the majority of organizations, it's basically a dead end. There's nowhere to go from that role in a good formalized way. You're just kind of stuck. Now, there are some great organizations where they're promoting people all the time and they've got a very good, well-defined process, but there's not enough of them. It's funny you say what you said. I've shared this before, so I, regular listeners, I, I apologize. We recognize that our sales process was broken. Now, how do you recognize that? Uh, you recognize that because you're not enough reps are hitting their quota or they're not happy with the commission, you have some churn, uh, yada, yada. So we engaged experts to help us resolve this. We thought we were experts, but if we were having this problem, maybe we need another outside voice. And one of the things we did was in the one expert we brought in, they went through exactly what one of the points you were just made. They, they you know, we talked about what's the recruiting experience, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And before they actually sign the paperwork, you need to articulate to them what is their career progression from SDR to AE, timelines, requirements, accomplishments, and what's the process if they achieve it and they don't they don't move forward. And so what can they do? How, how are you going to review them and measure them, give them that feedback? And then you need to give infrastructure to enable them to physically monitor this so they can see that they're, they're tracking against this goal so they can get that career goal. And then that way, when you tell them this in the interview, they're going to be jazzed because other employers, most employers don't do this. And then big important part here, you actually have to do that. So if you said, if you do this role for nine months or 12 months and you have to do accomplish A, B, C, D, and E, if you would do A, B, C, D, and E, you damn well better make them an AE because that was the promise you made to them. Otherwise they're going to lose. And then you just wasted all that money on training them and everything else. They've gone to somebody else. That was a big thing we needed to do. We thought we had that, but we recognized we didn't have our process formalized. I love hearing you say that. They're being made promises and they think they've upheld their end of the deal, the sales rep, and the organization themselves are not actually following through on their commitments to them. That's got to be frustrating as hell. Absolutely. And I, I want to look at this and talk about this from really two sides, right? What do organizations and sales leaders need to be thinking about as they're building and developing and growing these teams. And on the flip side, what do the individuals like myself, I, I like to think of myself as an intentional individual contributor. So if you are an SDR or you're thinking ab about getting to sales and this is the path that you're looking at, is that really the right thing? Or would you be better served by moving into a role that's full cycle where you're going to get all of the experience and then move up from there? I, I think that's an important way that you need to look at it for yourself and just evaluate what's the best fit for me and where am I ultimately trying to get to and what's the best path? Let's just break this down. So folks listening normally go, hey, Prail, normally you talk about, you know, what's that 1% thing you can do different and that'll make you marginally better. And are we getting there today? Yes, we are going to get there. We're going to offer solutions and options for you if you find yourself in this role. But to set the stage for that, we got to understand the circumstances a little better. So we're going to get a little bit big picture here. Scott, I've heard you talk about how leaders and companies need to prioritize career paths. So what does that mean? 
so if I'm in management listening to this, to this episode, what are the things I should be doing? If I'm an SDR, what are the things I should be asking of my employer when it comes to prioritizing career paths? Well, I think you articulated it pretty well. I mean, the better job you can do on the front end to really define what that is. Here's the trap. That is probably why this is so challenging for sales leaders. If I'm going to take somebody that was a strong, good performing SDR and move them into that AE role, when my other option is I can hire somebody else that already has that AE experience, that experience gap is really significant. The number of new skills that they're going to need to learn and develop to be successful in that AE role is a lot. Is the organization growing enough that we're going to be able to support enough people moving from the SDR ranks into that AE role? I think those are important conversations and you have to be honest with yourself and you have to be honest with your team in terms of how many of these types of opportunities exist. It's really about the development of that professional. Yes, we want them to be great SDRs. We want them to be converting better and creating more meetings and creating more opportunities, being more efficient in their work as an SDR. But early on and throughout the process, and this may be an elongated process, it might be a year or 18 months that you're asking somebody to commit before you move them to that role. But I think that also gives you the opportunity to then start to let them experience some of the other parts of the sales process and cross train with some of your other AEs so that they're seeing all of the ins and outs of that full cycle. You know, I, I think the challenge in sales for so many people is it's kind of like a duck on water. There's so many things that are happening below the surface that you may not know or understand if you're just looking at what's happening above the water. And you got to create opportunities for people to get some of that experience and some of that gain, some of that knowledge so that they're going to make the transition well, because the worst thing we want to do is have a great SDR. They performed well, they made that transition and then they thud as an AE. And now you're in an even worse situation, right? Now you've got an open headcount. We've got to move that person on. It's just a bad situation all the way around. So I think you've got to be very, very mindful of this entire process, very open about it, very transparent and communicating about what's going on and, and what the realities are and what the realities of your business are. We've talked a lot about the, uh, you know, you got to be mindful of this. And is there a process in place which is on the onus of the employer? And is the company growing, which is somewhat on the onus of the employer? But we haven't talked about the actual part of it that is very personal, which is how do we contribute to this situation we find ourselves in? And guess what? We're going to go for a commercial so you don't go anywhere and you'll come back and you'll hear it. So stay tuned. We're right back. CRM was designed for managing relationships. Sales engagement is designed for starting them. Current stats indicate that sales reps only contact new leads about 50% of the time, make less than two attempts to contact them, and are only about 35% productive. CRM is the wrong tool to engage sales prospects. VanillaSoft is a sales engagement platform. It allows you to rapidly turn marketing qualified leads into sales qualified leads. According to user reviews, VanillaSoft will increase your pipeline and productivity by three times or more. Blow your quota out of the water. How? By ensuring each new sales lead is engaged within seconds, persistently, and with the cadence that is optimal for your prospects. 
Don't let your sales leads fall into a black hole. Take your lead engagement and sales qualification out of your CRM. Try VanillaSoft for free at VanillaSoft.com. Okay, so I teased you when we, before we left here, I left you saying, well, how do we address the situation now to be clear in that? When I say we, I'm not talking about the big we, which is the entire sales community, our tribe. I'm really talking about you and me. How do I, as an individual SDR, own the situation I find myself in, which may be less than optimal and has me questioning if this is a career path for me and what can I do about it? to try to remedy the situation. So Scott, do you have any insights there you can share? I think the first piece is just being intentional about it. This is a topic that I have spent a lot of time digging into last year at the Sales Success Summit that we host here in Austin. We spent an entire half day and had a series of different panels talking about different career paths, whether you wanna be an intentional individual contributor or you want to move into leadership or you want to go do something else. Maybe you want to start your own company or you want to become an executive or, or you're on that kind of type of track. Until you understand where you're trying to get to, you really can't define what the appropriate steps are in between. So first, I think you have to take a look at the big picture and give some thought to what's my ultimate goal here? Am I looking to move to an AE role? And if that's the case, what is the best route? So I'd say if you're in an SDR role today, look at the realities of that situation. Look around you, look at your peers. Are people being promoted? Does that path exist? Are you being given the opportunities to develop and grow these types of skills that are going to help you be successful as an AE? And I, I think you've got probably three different paths to consider. One is you work within your existing organization and you find that path and you execute on what they're asking of you to do and, and you follow through and you move into that role. You may just recognize, yeah, you know what? This isn't the right place for me. The current company doesn't offer me those types of opportunities and I'm not developing and perhaps I need to make a change. And, and I think that the change, and this is where we get to the third piece is, do you move to another SDR role or do you look for what may feel like a little bit of a step down, maybe you're an enterprise SDR, you're, you're setting appointments with big companies, but to get that full cycle experience and to get that closing experience, maybe you need to move down market and into an SMB role and then kind of move back up. It really comes down to where you want to be focused. Are you in the right industry? Again, there's, there's more considerations here than just kind of that SDR question. But asking yourself those questions, asking those questions of hopefully you're developing some mentors and some folks who are further along in this journey than you are and getting their guidance and getting their advice. And I suggest try not to go too far removed, right? Don't talk to somebody that did this 20 years ago. Talk to somebody that did this three years ago, five years ago, that has a little bit more recent relevant experience and, and maybe started as an SDR and it is that type of, of opportunity. And then the last thing I'll say is, if you're not yet into that role, or, or again, you are considering making that change, really looking at the whole of the organization that you're looking to join and what they offer. Do they have a good reputation of training and, and developing people? It's interesting, I've had a number of conversations here recently, and I spent some time in this industry in kind of the payroll HR solution space. So your ADPs, your paychecks, your trinets, all of those types of, of organizations. 
traditionally offer great opportunities, great development, and it's full cycle regardless of where you step into the organization. And I've seen a lot of people develop through those different organizations into enterprise SaaS sales, and, and they're fantastic at it. So what's going to serve you best and help you along your own career path and just being intentional about that? All right. So two more things I wanted to address on this whole what are my options discussion. One, we haven't talked about this yet. What about me investing in me? In other words, okay, I don't have those skills. I don't know how to close because as an SDR on my daily grind, I'm not closing. So maybe if I go and invest, you know, read a whole bunch of books and, and go to some classes and, you know, sign up with Scott Ingram and his program or Mark Hunter or John Barrows or whomever and do some of that training and the company sees I'm willing to invest in myself. Is that something that might get me into that AE role? Is that something I should be evaluating? I should be budgeting money in my take home to spend on me. It's funny that you say that. Daily sales tip number two. We're over 365 episodes at this point. But the second tip was one that I shared, and it's this idea of you have to own your own development. Nobody is ever going to care more or benefit more from the development that you do for yourself. Maybe your company has a great program. I've been talking with Google a lot. My God, they have so many different buckets of dollars available and so many different ways that they will help you develop yourself even outside of your professional life. But most organizations have something that you can tap into. And again, I think that's a good litmus test for whether or not this is the right organization, right? It's, are they going to allow me to go attend the Sales Success Summit? Are they going to allow me to buy the books or have an Audible subscription? Are they going to allow me to have the time and, and the financial wherewithal to invest in some of this or at least a part of it? I think it comes down to the individual. You can't scapegoat your company on this and say, well, they wouldn't let me go to that training or they wouldn't give me the money for that. You know what? Who does it matter to the most? I think that's what it comes down to. And you know, one of the questions I have and, and will certainly be asking on LinkedIn here is, how do you budget for that? What's the right amount of investing in your own development? What portion should companies be contributing? But ultimately, what should you be doing? Is, is it I don't know, 5% of your income? Is it 3%? Is it 10%? Is, is it a percentage? Is it something else? I, I think this is a very, very valid question and something that you need to sort of define for yourself. And then what's the best place to go invest, not just the dollars, but your time, right? Where are you going to get the foundation that you need to take that next step and, and to really accelerate your career growth? I love that it's your daily sales tip number two, because last episode we talked about we reviewed the top five episodes from the inside inside sales podcast in 2019 and i picked five and the first one i picked on was the one a session i did with andy paul and it was called learn to earn it was about investing in yourself you gotta there's no excuses you gotta do that last thing i wanted to approach you on we actually haven't talked about this what about just directly confronting approaching my employer to say, you promised this hasn't happened. I am not happy. I might leave. Now I'm giving you lots of examples. Should I approach them? And if so, how should I approach them? Well, I would say no question. Why wouldn't you do that? If you're afraid of that or the organization's not going to support that and you're not getting that kind of leadership, 
from your leader, you're in the wrong place. So you should absolutely be having that conversation. It should be a regular part of your one-on-ones where you're talking about your development and talking about your next step. I think there's really two kinds of sales leaders. There are those who I love working for that the best thing in their eyes that can happen is somebody grows beyond them. Their career elevates them. That may mean that I leave that team and that they have to go fill that hole. That's what they value. Those are the great sales leaders. I think there's another scarcity mindset of leaders and and they probably don't listen to podcasts. I don't really have to worry about insulting any of them here. Oh gosh, you know, I, I got to keep my team here. I got to I got to keep them down, so that I don't have those holes to fill, and I'm fully staffed, and I've got this consistent team. I, that's really wrong. So you need to look at that space that you're in. Have those conversations, not just with your direct leader, but in other parts of the organization as well. Where where are you looking to move to? Whose team might you be on at that point? Have a conversation with that sales leader, that sales manager, and get a good sense of what's it going to take? What's it going to take for me to develop the skills now to be successful on your team then? That's what's going to sort of smooth that runway and that path for you to be successful and to take that next step. So let's kind of do a quick little dirty recap. Today, we talked about the untalkable. Is my career dead? Have I chosen a path? Am I with an employer that I simply cannot grow? And if I am, what the hell do I do? So let's recap some of just a few of the highlights that Scott shared with us. When you're in the interview process, you want to be aware if there's a formal process that's documented and supported that's going to move you from SDR to a timelines, milestones, requirements, and is there infrastructure and reviews in place to physically make sure this communication stays open and expectations are managed by both ways. That's incumbent upon you in the interview process, all right? Is the organization actually growing enough to support the number of AEs? Not everybody can be an AE. You may be qualified, they just may not have an opening and that's not on you and that's not on them, that's just on the realities. Know what your ultimate goal is. Is it to become an AE or are you just assuming you wanna be an AE? Maybe you wanna be something else. So if that's the case, have a plan. What's the best route. If you find yourself in this situation right now, what are your options? Well, you can just follow the process and adapt to how they're prescribed and wait it out. You can possibly move into another SDR role, or you can actually move into a different marketer role. Maybe if you're enterprise, you go down to SMB. So those are some short-term requirements. If you like your company, you want to stay with them. If you're making a change, don't repeat the mistake that you're in now. So follow these advice. The other option is you should continuously be investing in yourself. So if you don't have certain skills, I don't know how to close spend money on you you're worth it and by the way you benefit because you're the one who gets the bigger income because of those skills finally last solution always talk to your employer keep those lines of communications open make sure you express your expectations but key thing here do it constructively do not lash out both sides want to win so with that I don't know if we've solved it for you folks, but we've certainly given you something to think about. Hopefully you are 1% better today than you were when we started when it comes to managing your career. Scott, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, LinkedIn or top1.fm. Top1.fm. Go there. Scott Ingram, by the way, his podcasts are fantastic, right? So if you're not listening to this podcast, shame on you. If you're going to invest in yourself to learn, learn by following his podcast. But with that... We're done. Another week in the can. I had fun today, folks. I have to go back to my sales meetings. Thank you so much, Scott. And thank you, folks. And that wraps another episode of Inside Inside Sales. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening once again to another episode of Inside Inside Sales. Hosted by Daryl Prale, the CMO of Vanillasoft. 
Tune in every week for actionable ideas to increase your sales productivity. Sponsored by Vanilla Soft.